Good afternoon, Utah fans. Welcome inside the U Game Day pregame show on a snowy afternoon in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am Tyson Ewing, and welcome inside the John M. Huntsman Center for Utah women's basketball as the Utes gets it to take on the Washington Huskies. Both teams coming in looking for anything at this point. Both teams are on a four-game losing streak within the Pac-12 conference, and really none of those games have been super highly contested, so both these teams struggling mightily to, uh, throughout this uh, throughout the beginning of this season trying to figure out some sort of an answer here in the early going. The Utes come in with a record of 2-5. and five. They're 1-5 and five in Pac-12 play, have only played one non-conference game. Washington, on the other hand, are 4-4. Four and four. They're 1-4 and four in Pac-12 play. They've been, dare I say, fortunate enough to play three non-conference games and have won all three of those, including one against BYU earlier in the season. Uh, but like I said, both these teams trying to figure out some sort of an answer here in the early going for Utah, it has been very tough sledding, especially over the last four games, as they're on a four-game losing streak. They've turned the ball over at will, and maybe more importantly, or more frustratingly for Coach Lynn Roberts, is that they're allowing a lot of points off those turnovers. So uh, overall in the season, averaging just a touch over 20 turnovers per game, but allowing 23 points off turnovers. So trying to figure out what they need to do here in this early going and this is the team that I feel that Lynn Roberts would like to start it out with. Washington is a team that Coach has had a lot of success with over the last three years, especially the Utes in this matchup have won uh, six of the last seven. Uh, previous to that, uh, Washington had won 13 of the previous 22. Uh, so as you can see, once, you know, going back to the Kelsey Plum days of Washington, uh, once, once they left, uh, once she left the program, this Washington team took a big dip, and Coach Roberts has uh, has excelled because of it. So, like I said, trying to figure out something positive that this team can do, and there's no better time to start it than this uh, than against this Washington team here today. Code Red fans, it's about game time. Grab a Mountain Dew Code Red and get to your seats for tip-off. Mountain Dew Code Red is a proud supporter of Utah Athletics. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll talk more about this Washington team, uh, introduce you to the new-look Washington Huskies as they lost a key core uh, from their starting lineup a year ago. And we'll talk about that on the other side. This is the U Game Day pregame show, and this is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the Ute Game Day pregame show as the Utes get set to take on the Washington Huskies. Usually at this time we'd be able to sit down with Lynn Roberts. That did not happen today and apologize about that. But we'll try to get that fixed as we roll along and try to figure out how exactly we're going to be able to do that on a consistent basis here during uh, these very strange times that we're dealing with right now. But we'll get on top of that as the season rolls on. So what we'll do now in this segment is we'll talk specifically about this Washington team. And the last time these two teams met, which was back on March the 5th of 2020 in the Pac-12 tournament, where the Utah Utes got their first win in the Pac-12 tournament with Lynn Roberts as the head coach. In that game, Utah trailed by six at the half. They struggled throughout really the entire first half, uh, but then in that third quarter is when it got really started early as they trailed by eight to jump out of the gun, but then went on a 19-4 run to take a, a – uh, a, believe it was a seven point lead at that stretch they went into the fourth quarter up by four started the fourth quarter on a 10 on a 10 to 4 burst 
and led by 10 at one point, cruised to a nine-point victory to earn uh, the first Pac-12 win in the tournament since Lynn Roberts took over. I believe that was back in 2015, the last time they had won a, a Pac-12 tournament game. So that was against this same Washington team, a team that, as I mentioned a moment ago, has had a, uh, Utah's had a lot of success against. Now, this is a completely different look than what we saw a year ago in the sense that Amber Melgoza, who's been the team's leading scorer for the last three years, graduated, so she's no longer on the team. Melani Henson, who was a consistent starter at the four position for Washington, is no longer with the team. And due to injuries, both Missy Peterson and T.T. Watkins are not playing for Washington either. So an entirely new look, and they are led by a freshman, in fact, 5'8 freshman from Vallejo, uh, from Vallejo, California, in Tamia Sadler, who on the seasons average about 14.3 points per game and is, like I said, just leading this program. They're getting solid production from Haley Van Dyke as well as Quay Miller. So they're getting production. It's just not leading to wins within the Pac-12 conference. Their only win thus far on the very young season in the Pac-12 came against, uh, frankly, it's going to be the worst team in the Pac-12, and that is Cal. I have no problem saying that. Cal is horrendous so far this year, and that's the only win that uh, Washington has had against a Pac-12 opponent. Utah's only lone win against a Pac-12 opponent came at the beginning of the season and where they upset Oregon State. Uh, But ever since then, as I mentioned, it's just been downhill. Tough for Utah to kind of get some flow. On the offensive end uh, specifically, but going back to Washington, uh, Tamia Sadler in the last game against Colorado, it was a, a well-contested game for uh, for Washington until about the fourth quarter. As I mentioned, none of these finishes have been close for Utah or for Washington recently. Um, I mean, you think back to Washington State, Utah only lost by four, but it didn't seem like that until a late surge by the uh, by the Utes uh, got them back in that game. But Tamia Sadler finished with 14 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals in that game. And earlier this year, she became the first freshman since Kelsey Plum, the aforementioned Kelsey Plum, to score back-to-back 20-plus point games. And uh, as I mentioned, just a very talented scorer, uh, spent her days – uh, in Vallejo, California, she was the uh, she was a four-star recruit, ranked number 20 in the nation a year ago at the point guard position. So she's someone is uh, that absolutely can light it up, and Utah's got to be careful with her. Utah. As of late, has struggled guarding uh, guarding guards, frankly, and looking to see if that can be fixed here today against a really good guard in Tamia Sadler. Uh, Sadler, excuse me. Going back to Utah now. Andy Torres comes off a really good game against the Washington State Cougars. 14 points, 9 rebounds, which ties a career high for her. Uh, she was 6 of 7 from the floor and 2 of 2 from the three-point line. I really want to see her uh, have more confidence in that outside shot. She's somebody that is that is so good from beyond the arc. But we just haven't seen a lot of three-point attempts from her uh, this year. Hopefully we can see in the flow of the offense, we can see uh, Utah get her get her open shots. Same goes for a player like Brenna Maxwell. Brenna, so far this year, has been absolutely struggling from the three-point line. So far, only 27%. She was the top three-point shooter in the country as far as freshmen go last year. And so far this year, it's just been tough. As I mentioned, it's 27%. So trying to get back on her scoring ways, which I've got no doubt that she can do. But it starts on the offensive end. Utah has got to figure out ways offensively that they can get their key shooters, their key scorers, the basketball, and do it within rhythm. Because what we've seen so much over the last four games especially 
really, it's been all season long outside of the Oregon State game. That's the only game that I can recall of in this early going to where it has not been difficult for Utah to find easy shots. Otherwise, it's been very, very tough for Utah to find easy shots. And that, and that involves a lot of movement without the basketball, something that has not happened a whole lot here in this early going. Drew Gilton, the point guard, has got to control it, but you need to see movement from the other players. I would love to see if that's something that we will see here today against the Washington Huskies. We'll take a short break. Uh, when we return, we'll, we'll introduce starters and keys to victory as the Utah Utes get set to take on the Washington Huskies. Today's game sponsor, Woodside Homes. It's what's inside that counts smart and seamless healthy living solutions designed to help you take care of what matters most. Visit woodsidehomes.com today. Pre-game show rolls on next. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the Ute Game Day pre-game show. Let's go ahead and meet starters. First for the visiting Washington Huskies, led by head coach Jody Wynn in her fourth year, a record of 35 and 65, just coached her 100th career game against Colorado. This is her 101st career game. Uh, she comes in a record of 35 and 65. Today starters for Washington, a 5'8 freshman from Vallejo, California, Tamia Sadler, a 5'11 freshman from Colbert, Washington, Jada Noble, a 6'1 junior from Walnut Creek, California, Haley Van Dyke, a 6'1 senior from San Marcos, California, Kayla Rooks, and in the middle, a 6'3 sophomore from Renton, Washington, that is Quay Miller. Four youths are there, led by head coach Lynn Roberts in her sixth year, a record of 88 and 77. The youths are 2 and 5 this year. One and five in Pac-12 play. Let's go ahead and meet starters for your Utah Utes, presented by America First Credit Union. And now the starting lineup for your Utah Utes. Running the point. Drew Gilton, Jr. from Rapid City, South Dakota. Playing the two. Brenna Maxwell, sophomore from Gig Harbor, Washington. At small forward. Kimmy Martin, sophomore from Sandy, Utah. At the four. Andy Torres, I'm a junior from Terrebonne, Quebec, Canada. In the middle. Peyton McFarland, freshman from Boise, Idaho. Those are your starters for your Utah Utes. There was one last-second change, and I wasn't able to make that change on that soundboard. That is Lola Pendande will actually start in the middle instead of Peyton McFarland. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on Peyton as she went out early in that uh, last game. But we'll take a break and come back with tip-off on the other side. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. And welcome inside the John M. Huntsman Center for Utah women's basketball as they get set to take on the Washington Huskies trying to break a four-game losing streak as we are set for tip-off. Lola Pendande heads to center circle against Quay Miller. As the Johnson Center goes quiet right when the ball goes in the air. And we are in live play as Washington has won the tap to Mia Sadler, a 5'8 freshman from Vallejo, California. Controls in the front court. Goes left side to Haley Van Dyke. She dribbles around to the right side and hits Tamia Sadler. Now to the corner. Sadler drives. Pops. 15-footer. Short. Tapped out of bounds. It's going to go to Utah off Quay Miller. Good defensive stand on the first possession for the Utes. And here comes Utah the other way. Into the front court, Drew Gilton. Going to be interested to see if she has the ball in her hands more frequently today than what we've seen as of late. Lola Pendande has on the right side. Goes to Kemri Martin. Camrys goes right side to Drew. She's open. Right side triple is down. Good start for Utah. Drew Gilton 
who leads the team in three-point percentage, knocks down the right side triple. 3 nothing. 9.15 to go opening quarter. Here's Kayla Rooks at the free-throw line, goes right side to Tamia Sadler. Out of the right elbow, back inside to Kayla Rooks. She'll spin, take this jumper, miss it, rebound, Andy Torres. She'll push to Drew Gilden, and here comes Utah the other way with a 3 nothing lead. Camry Martin on the corner. Goes up top to Andy Torres. Takes a couple of left-hand dribbles, then hands off to Brenna Maxwell. And a travel violation will be called. Turnover, Utah. Something to keep an eye on here today. Utah has struggled controlling the basketball, keeping control of the basketball, but then in return, allowing points off turnovers. 20.2 turnovers per game for Utah. 23.3 points allowed on the defensive end after turnovers are committed. Into the front court, Haley Van Dyke dribbles with her left hand. A junior from Walnut Creek, California. Goes right side to Jada Noble. Back left wing is Tamia Sadler. Moving it around the horn into the hands of Haley Van Dyke. Up top to Noble. She'll start to drive, be stopped, lob it up, and get it picked off. Turnover for Washington, and here comes Utah the other way. Quickly ahead, Kemry Martin turns it back over. There's the second turnover for Utah in the first two minutes of play. Into the corner is Jada Noble for three. She missed it. Rebound Andy Torres. And Andy will bring it into the front court. Push ahead to Kemry Martin. Had the last turnover. Goes left side into the hands of Andy Torres. Nearly turned over again, but it's recovered by Lola Pendande. Good ball movement as Kemry Martin nearly throws it over. And it gets, is it going to go out of bounds off Washington back to Utah? So it's been a sloppy first couple of minutes. Despite one offensive possession as Drew Gilton knocked down the first shot on the first possession for Utah. Other than that, it's been sloppiness. Drew Gilton gets it in. And then recovers, has it high in the right wing. Now to Camry Martin. Here's Camry moving it back up to Drew Gilton. She gets trapped, goes to Camry on the right wing. Takes the triple on the way, short. It's going to be loose and recovered by Andy Torres. And he goes to the corner, starts her drive again, goes outside to Brenna. She stepped on the line. Brenna Maxwell knocked down the triple, but Andy Torres stepped on the line. Third turnover for Utah in their first four possessions. 7.31 to play first quarter. Already three turnovers for the Utes. This has been the biggest problem for Utah right now is they just cannot keep control of the basketball. They have not allowed any points off turnovers, however, which is a good sign. But we'll see if they can try to keep better control of the basketball. Substitutions for Washington. Callie Lind is checked in along with Darcy Reese. Here's the shot in the paint by Haley Van Dyke. Well defended, and she missed the shot. Rebound Utah. Drew Gilton will look to push. No look pass to Kemri Martin. She will drive. Left hand layup up. Hits on, sits on the front of the cup, falls off. Offensive rebound, Lola Pendande. She can't stick it, and it's going to go out of bounds. Off Utah, back to Washington. Substitution as Naya Becker is checked in for Kemri Martin. 7.06 to play opening quarter. Not a lot of offense right now. A lot of turnovers and a lot of really good defense thus far. Into the front court for Washington. Jada Noble, a freshman from Colbert, Washington. Right side to Haley Van Dyke. Moving it left wing to Callie, uh, Callie Lind. At the free throw line to Van Dyke. Takes the jumper. It falls off the mark, but she's fouled from behind and will earn free throws. Drew Gilton going to be targeted with a foul on that play. 6.53 to play opening quarter. Utah lead. Uh, Utah leads 3-0. 
To the free throw line, Haley Van Dyke, a junior from Walnut Creek, California. Averaged eight points last year, 43% from the field. She's upped it to just under 10 per game this season. Her first free throw hits every part of the rim and falls through. Just 50% from the free throw line this year, 6 of 12 coming into this one. Haley Van Dyke standing at 6 foot 1. Able to knock down both free throws. 3 to 2, the lead for Utah. As the Utes head in the front court the other way. Drew Gilton, who's played point the entire game thus far, has it on the right wing. Bounce pass to nobody. Turnover, Utah. Fourth turnover for Utah already. Got no words right now for Utah's lack of control of basketball. It's been awful over the last four games, and it's continuing again in this one. As they have to change the basketballs. This basketball might have gone into something. I don't, I don't know what, or maybe they're just disinfecting it for some reason. In the front court for Washington, six-foot freshman Jess Finney. We'll talk about her as the broadcast rolls along. Interesting story about Jess Finney. Free throw line is Darcy Reese. She goes left wing to Callie Lynn. Pump fakes the three, now right side to Finney. Into the corner, Haley Van Dyke takes the baseline. Bounce pass inside to Darcy Reese, and she scores. First field goal for Washington comes with 6.20 in the first quarter. Here's the quick outlet pass, the beautiful feed from Drew Gilton as she leads Lola Pendande for the easy score. Nice to see Lola make a layup. Lola has absolutely struggled in the paint. Nice to see Lola get some space and get some time to be able to knock down that layup. 5-4, to four, the lead for Utah. Here in the early going on the right wing, here's Haley Van Dyke. Talked a lot about her. She said she's had the basketball in her hands a lot so far. On the right wing, here's Callie Lynn. She skips it left wing to Finney, back to Lynn. Now here's Darcy Reese on the right wing, right side to Tamia Sadler. The leading scorer for Washington floats for two, missed it. It's rebounded by Utah. Great fight by Drew Gilton, and the Utes earn possession. Into the front court, Andy Torres to Naya Becker, who cuts. She picks up her dribble and hands off to Lola Pindande. She'll swing it right side to Brenna Maxwell. She'll get trapped. Go left side to Andy Torres. Good ball movement by Utah. Here's a triple in the corner for Nia Becker. She missed it. It's going to be out of, off Utah on the rebound attempt. Back to Washington with 5.22 to play in the first quarter. That corner triple is just not working right now for Nia Becker. She's 5 of 22 from the three-point line. Most of her attempts have come from the corner. I unfortunately don't have the actual physical numbers of the amount of times that she's gotten those shots. But I can tell you the majority of her three-point attempts have come from the corner, and she's been unable to connect thus far on a consistent basis. Gribsby is checked in for Washington. She lobs up top to Quay Miller. Skips to the corner to Finney. Finney crosses over on Drew. Drew defends well. Hands back right wing to Kayla Rooks. She gets trapped, goes to Finney. Right side triple short. A long rebound. It's out and controlled by Washington's Callie Lynn. She'll skip to the corner. Kayla Rooks, three from the corner. Splash. Kayla Rooks hits the three. Her seventh three-point make of the season. And Washington's taking its first lead of 7-5 to five with 4.40 to play in the opening quarter. Drew Gilton controlling Washington in a man-to-man defense. A defense that Utah has struggled mightily against this season. High up top, here's Brenna Maxwell, gets trapped again. Goes right side to Andy Torres. Lobs inside to Lola. Has some space, layup up and good. She's able to slip past Jess Finney and get the layup to fall. Two straight buckets by Lola Pindande. Good to see her get in her rhythm early. Bounce pass inside to Quay Miller. She's 14 feet away. Will drive, get it stripped by Lola. 
Taken away by Drew. Three on two fast break the other way. Nia Beckers in the corner. Triple up. Down. Drew Gilton founder and Nia Becker able to knock it down in stride. Makes it 10-7 Utah. Timeout on the floor. 401 to play. Opening quarter. Today's game sponsor. I guess I should say the first half sponsor, Bud Weiser. Hey, Utes basketball fans, remember the game days are best enjoyed with a crisp Bud Light, Bud Light crisp. Please drink responsibly. 401 to play opening quarter, Utah 10, Washington 7. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. 401 to play opening quarter, Utah 10, Washington 7. CR England's one initiative to fight childhood hunger will be to feed one child here in Utah for every single point the Utes score this season. So far today, the Utes have scored 10 points, which means CR England will feed 10 children. Big thank you to CR England. In the early going, a lot of turnovers for Utah here in the first six minutes, but they have looked good when they've kept control of the basketball, which has been, like we've talked about so frequently, a big problem for Utah. They are four for eight from the floor. Naya Becker just knocked down a three-pointer, but what they're doing is they're getting the ball inside and trying to make Lola Pendande a key focus here in this first half, and it's been nice to see her get comfortable and get rhythm. Lola Despite the spectacular season she had a year ago, which was good for honorable mention on the all-freshman team in the Pac-12, has struggled from the field this year. 32% coming into this one, and most of her shots, only one shot has come outside the paint for Lola Pendande, and shooting just 32% coming in so far here today. Off to a great start, two for three. Back to action we go as Washington has the basketball as Kayla Rooks brings it into the front court. Kayla Rooks stands at six foot one, senior from San Marco, California. On the left wing, here's Jess Finney, freshman from Scottsdale, Arizona. Goes right side, backs to Rooks. Now on the right wing, Alexis Grisby has just checked in for Washington. It's 5'9", senior from Northridge, California. Quay Miller catches down low, and she's set on the line. Turnover, Washington. She tried to make a move on Lola Pendande. Problem was, is the move sent her right foot all the way back to the uh, baseline, and she set that out of bounds. 3.35 to play opening quarter. Drew Gild on the right wing for Utah. Goes up top to Brenna Maxwell. Screen set by Lola. Goes right side back to Drew. The skip to the corner to Andy. Triple on the way. Splash. That find was spectacular from Drew Gilton as she had it on the far right wing. Somehow skipped it over three Washington defenders to find Andy Torres in the corner for three on the opposite end of the floor. That was awesome. 13-7 to the lead for Utah. Drew with already her third assist of the game. On the left wing, here comes the freshman Finney. She'll drive, bump into Drew. Great defense by Drew as it's forced the miss. Rebound on the deck. The freshman Jada Noble able to score on the left wing, on the left side, at the left block, I guess I should say, to make it 13-9 to with 2.50 to play in the opening quarter. Drew on the right side, up top to Brenna Maxwell. Brenna takes the left side dribble, pulls up for three, and she missed it. Brenna has just been... Uh, frankly, she's been awful from the three-point line so far this year. Just 27%. Here's the ball on the inside. Gets stripped. It, it is recovered by Quay Miller. She traveled. Going to go back to Utah. No, did they call a foul? Nope, they called a travel. Two and a half to play opening quarter. Another turnover this time by Washington. Their fourth turnover. Drew Gilton has checked out a terrific start for Drew. She's knocked down a three. As I've mentioned earlier, she leads the team in three-point percentage. 42% coming into this one, as well as three uh, three assists for Drew. So Kennedy McQueen has checked in for Utah. The freshman from Hennifer, Utah. Yes, you heard me correct. Hennifer, Utah. Up right side, here's Andy Torres. Goes right side to Brenna Maxwell. 
Now right side to Kennedy to the corner to Nia Becker. Triple up. It's short. There's that three-point struggling from the corner by Nia. Rebound Washington. Into the front court. Here comes Haley Van Dyke to the right wing to Jada Noble. Lobs it up top to Kelsey Reese. So catch, spin, and score. Had the mismatch down low. And Kelsey Reese's sister Darcy able to put it up and in and score. 13 to 11. Washington scored the last four points. Ola Makirat has checked in for Utah. She has it on the left wing. Now up top to Andy Torres. To Brenna Maxwell on the right wing. Brenna, bounce pass inside to Andy Torres. She gets hounded all the way to the basket. No call. She missed the layup in the rebound. Haley Van Dyke. She'll drive coast to coast. Lefty layup is no good, but she's fouled hard by Brenna Maxwell. And Coach Roberts is screaming at somebody right now. I don't know if it's the referee. I don't know if it's one of her players. Looks like it's one of her players. But either way, not happy with that play right there. Free throws coming now for Haley Van Dyke. And she could tie it up here. 13 to 11 the score. 133 remaining. Kemry Martins checked back in for Utah. I do want to give a really big shout out here as Kemry Martins checked back in. In some ways, she's known as the other Kemry. I want to give a big shout out to Kemry White, six-year-old from right here in Salt Lake City, who's listening in today. Appreciate her and appreciate her support of Kemry and this Utah basketball team as well as her family's uh, support of Utah basketball. Free throws, no good. She goes one of two from the stripe, and Utah with the rebound. Kemry has it up top. She will drive. Stop at the right elbow. Go up top to Andy Torres. Andy hands off to Ola Makirat on the right wing. Ola will, uh, will drive to the basket, get bumped, move it out to Kemry Martins on the left corner. Kemry dribbles out of it, stops left hand behind the back dribble. Forces Jada Noble to go sideways. She found herself open and knocked down the left elbow jumper. Nice jumper there by the other Kemry, Kemry Martin. High up top, here's Haley Van Dyke. On the left wing to Nia Lowry, who's just checked in for Washington. Down low to Kelsey Reese. One big hop step. She traveled. There was no whistle. On the corner, Haley Van Dyke has it. Skips inside and throws it away. Utah, three on two fast break. Kennedy McQueen. Tries to kick to the corner. She had Brenna Maxwell for about a half a second. Mr. Window, it's tapped out of bounds off Washington back to Utah. Showing that replay of Kemry Martin's move on the last play. She put the brakes on, and Jada Noble wasn't expecting it. Just pulled up and knocked down the left elbow jumper. 15 to 12. 30 seconds remain in the first quarter. 12 seconds separate shot clock and game clock. High on the right wing, here's Kennedy McQueen. Kennedy dribbles way back up top. Here's the Henner for Utah native. Will stop, pick up her dribble, travel. Traveling is the call. Turnover Utah, it's going to go back to Washington. 20 seconds remain on the game clock. Good call by the referee. 15 to 12, that's the uh, the fifth turnover for Utah. Their first turnover since about the seven minute mark. Washington in absolutely no rush here. Sadler dribbles at the W logo. On the right wing to Callie Lind. Back to Tamia Sadler. Five seconds remaining, there's no movement for Washington. Two seconds remaining, still no movement from Washington. And a heave at the buzzer, Haley Van Dyke can't hit it. That was an atrocious play call right there for the Washington Huskies. They fell asleep. 
and they had to force up a jumper well contested. There was absolutely no movement at all by Washington on that last offensive set with time running out. Larry H. Miller, uh, Miller Dealerships, sponsor of this first half. Hey, you need a car? Visit LHMauto.com. It's as easy as click it, get it, drive it. Larry H. Miller Dealerships, driven by you. We're through to 10 minutes of basketball, the first quarter in the books. Utah 15, Washington 12. Back with more after this. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. 15-12 the score as the Utah Utes lead after three uh, after one quarter of play. Redbox has new movies at the box and streaming on demand. Visit redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Utes led in scoring by Lola Pendande, but really they were led by Drew Gilton in that first quarter. Drew, throughout the first seven minutes of play before she was taken out for rest, was was about as good as you can really about as good as you can expect from drew she started one for one from the floor it was a deep right angle three-pointer she also has three assists to lead the utes and really what she's doing is she is helping her team get out in transition that's one way that utah can score at will is when they can get the ball out in transition when drew gilton's leading the way turns into great things on the left side drew's checked back in for utah goes up top to kemry martin Kemry gets trapped high up top, goes left side to Drew. Drew fakes the pass to the corner, pulls up for three. She missed it. It was in and out. And it's fought for down low. Lola Pendande is going to be called for a reach-in foul after the rebound, and it looked as though it was going to be a jump ball. So we'll go back to Washington. Watching the replay right now. That's a, that's a, ooh, that's a tough call against Lola there. First possession for Washington here in the second quarter is Tamia Sadler, who's been held silent so far. The leading scorer for Washington has it high up top. A double screen. She'll kick to the corner. Here's a three by Kayla Rooks, and she knocks down her second triple of the game. And she, she ties the basketball game up at 15. A reach-in foul going to be called on Tamia Sadler on the other side. She tried to take the basketball away from Drew. But already... Kayla Rooks, through the first eight games, hit just six three-pointers. Through the first 11 minutes, already has two of them. She leads the way for Washington as she has six. Ola Makirat has it up top. She'll get it to Drew, kicks to the corner to the freshman. That is Kennedy McQueen, and she sticks it from the corner. Assist Drew, three-pointer by the freshman, Kennedy McQueen. And that's when Utah can really get some rhythm when they can knock those outside shots by creating open looks. Clay Miller has it the other way. Utah leading by three, 18-15. The drive by Haley Van Dyke. Another foul will be called, and Haley Van Dyke, for the fifth and sixth time of this basketball game, will walk to the free throw line. So far, free throws. Utah has not been to the free throw line. Washington has been to the free throw line now that this is the fifth and sixth time and all six free throws will be attempted by Haley Van Dyke. So first one on the way is short. Haley Van Dyke, the 6'1 junior from Walnut Creek, California. 8.48 to go, second quarter. One more coming here for Haley. On the season, Haley Van Dyke averaging 10.6 rebounds a game. As I mentioned earlier, just 50% from the free throw line coming in. She hits the second one, makes it an 18-16 lead for Utah. Full court pressure being applied by Washington. As Utah is able to break it, it was nearly turned over by Lola Pendande. 
but it was well recovered by Kennedy McQueen. Kemry has it high up top, right side to Makirat. She'll pump fake. We'll drive to the corner. Here's a triple. Here's Drew Gilton. No. Offensive rebound, Kennedy McQueen. Kennedy will slow it back up top to Ola Makirat. Washington in a 2-3 zone defense. No look pass to the corner to Kennedy McQueen. She pump fakes, drives, kicks it left side to Kemry Martin. Forgot the Kemry wasn't quite eight feet tall and threw it away. 18-16, Utah with the lead. 8-12 to go second quarter. That's their sixth turnover of the game so far. But have done a good job only allowing Washington to score just two points off turnovers. Tamia Sandler in the paint. She'll turn it right back to Utah. Nearly turned over the other way as it was out, uh, as the outlet pass went long, but recovered by Kennedy McQueen. Camry Martin has it for the Utes on the left wing. Left side to Kennedy. McQueen on the uh, uh, on the left wing goes up top to Makirat. She'll skip left side into the hands of Kemry. Now back to Ola. Right side triple. She'll pump fake. Go right side back to Drew. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Drew picks up her dribble. Goes right elbow to Kemry. Four seconds remain. Kemry's got to have to hurry. Here's a quick triple by Kennedy McQueen. It's an air ball, and it's going to be out of bounds. Not a good offensive set for Utah there. 7.31 to play. Another turnover for Utah. That's their seventh. And it's forced a mass substitution as three players check in and three players check out. Brenna Maxwell's checked in with Andy Torres and Naya Becker. Checking out Ola Makirat, Kennedy McQueen, and Kemri Martin. Tell you what, one of the hardest things about uh, my job this year has been to say Kemri Martin and Kennedy McQueen smoothly. That's been a really tough challenge so far. On the left wing for Washington, Callie Lind. Goes up top to Quay Miller. Now on the right wing to Kayla Rooks. Two for three from the three-point line so far here today. She'll hand off to Haley Van Dyke, who's going to knock down the bucket. They're going to call a foul, and she has an opportunity to three-point play. Right now, Haley Van Dyke is able to get to the free-throw line at will with a simple drive, but that didn't look like much. And I'm not sure what the official was looking at, but they're going to say it was a foul. So for the seventh time, here in the first 13 minutes of play, Haley Van Dyke, the only player in this entire game that has gone to the free throw line. And she hits it, completes the three-point play, and Washington has regained the lead. The Huskies have outscored Utah 7-3 here in the second quarter. Utah has been held scoreless over the last two minutes. Drew into the front court. Already today with four assists to lead the Utes. On the left wing, Denaya. Screen set up high by Lola, handoff to Andy, left wing to Drew, back to Andy, straightaway triple, on the way, short, it's tapped, controlled by Washington. Here come the Huskies the other way, as the freshman Jess Finney will control it. She'll push ahead to Nia Lowry, a blocking foul is going to be called as Drew Gilton was in the restricted area, and free throws now for Nia Lowry. So now the eighth and ninth free throw attempts for Washington. Utah has yet to be at the line as I watch the play. Boy, I tell you, Nia Lowry, her little side move at the very last second was able to allow the blocking foul there because initially I thought Drew was out, uh, was inside the restricted area, but she was actually there just in time, just outside of it. But she got to the side of Drew, which caused the blocking foul. She does miss the first of two free throws. Also have a couple of family members listening here today. There's my father, my mother, my brothers all listening in today. Appreciate their support, not just of me, but of Utah as well. Free throw is good for Nia Lowry. It's 20-18. to 18. 
Not a lot of offense here in the early going. Drew to the corner to Brenna. Back to Drew on the right wing. Screen coming by Lola Pindande. Drew gets in the paint. Left hand layup. It looks good, and it is good. Nice drive there by Drew. As she splits two defenders, gets the offhand layup to fall. Great individual play there by Drew. She's now got five points, four assists for Utah. Quay Miller, right elbow jumper. She thought about it, then took it. And her hesitation was likely the reason that she missed it. A lob up top. Drew Gilton gets it to Lola Pendande. She gets into the body of Quay Miller and is able to score. Great find from Drew Gilton as there's a quick transition point for the Utes. Great run out there by Lola. And a great feed by Drew to give Drew her fifth assist of the ball game. Here's the drive on the right wing by Nia Lowry. She goes right under the basket past Andy Torres. Gets the reverse right-hand layup to fall. High in the right wing, Drew Gilton. Screen set by Lola Pendande up top. Here's Brenna Maxwell. Catch and shoot triple. Rattles out. Another miss for Brenna Maxwell. So far this year, the top shooter in the nation last year, as far as freshman goes, she's shooting so far this year just 10 of 39 from beyond the arc. Quick transition layup the other way is no good by Haley Van Dyke. Utah with the rebound. Naya Becker open in the corner for three, and she overshot it by about a half a mile. Out of bounds, back to Utah, or back to check that Washington. So for the first time tonight, as Kelsey Reese has checked in, two sisters will be playing against each other, as Kelsey Reese will be guarding her sister Darcy Reese. Zuza Poots will also check in, as Naya Becker will check out. Going to be fun to watch this little matchup between the Reese sisters from Adelaide, South Australia. On the left wing, here's Alexis Gribsby, a senior from Northridge, California, up top to Darcy Reese. Left wing to, to Jada Noble. Bounce pass to, uh, to, uh, to Darcy Reese. Drew Gilton picks it off. Three on three the other way. Utah no rush as Brenna Maxwell nearly dribbled the ball out of bounds and then bounced it off the defender, but they're going to say it was a kick. So we'll go back to Utah. And a timeout's been taken on the floor. 4.41 to go, second quarter. We're tied at 22. Hey, Utes basketball fans, learn how you can take your business to the top with UPS. Visit ups.com forward slash pivot to learn more about tools built to help you be unstoppable. That is UPS. We're tied at 22 with 4.41 to play, second quarter. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. 4.41 to play, second quarter. We're tied at 22. The offense has been a little stagnant here in the second quarter. Utah shooting 41% from the floor. There's 33% here in the second quarter. Washington is 60% from the uh, floor here in this quarter, but they've taken a lot of free throws as well. And the game is shooting 39%, and we're tied at 22. It's been a game so far. Uh, turnovers, there's been about 14 turnovers. There has been 14 total turnovers between the teams. And neither team really has capitalized off those turnovers, however. So interesting to see how this one's playing out. They're really not a lot of offense so far as it's a, as it's a low-scoring affair here in the opening half. But Utah has possession. This will reset the Utes out there with Drew Gilton, Brenna Maxwell, Zuza Poots, Kelsey Reese, and Andy Torres. Drew stands high up top. On the right wing, screen set by Reese. She will drive. Go into her uh, to Reese's sister, Darcy Reese, and step out of bounds. Turnover Utah. So back to the Washington Huskies with four and a half to play in the second quarter. High on the left wing, here comes Jada Noble, the freshman from Colbert, Washington. 
to the corner to Darcy Reese. Thought about the three. Moves it back up top to, uh, to Sadler. Sadler moves it left wing to Jada Noble. Now to the corner to Alexis Grigsby. Here's the feed on the inside to the cutting Noble. She'll miss the floater. Rebound Utah. Drew Gilton the other way. Let's see if Utah can get points quickly here. Left side. Here's Zuza Poots. The bounce pass inside to Kelsey Reese. They're going to call an offensive foul. That was great movement by Utah. But at the last second, Kelsey Reese, this is going to be, I really want to see this, this replay. How was that an offensive foul? Oh, they're going to say it's on Zuza Poots on the drive. So Zuza ran into a defender. I thought they called it on Kelsey Reese. So I was mistaken in saying that it was on Kelsey Reese, but instead it was actually on Zuza Poots on the drive. So Washington with possession. His points have been a little hard to come by here in this first half. Darcy Reese was in the corner. It's tapped out of bounds off Andy Torres back to Utah. 3.49 to go, second quarter. Up top is Tamia Sadler, a freshman from Vallejo, California. Right wing to Haley Van Dyke to the corner to Callie Lind. On the left wing, Darcy Reese moves it right side to the wide open Alexis Grisby. Triple is perfect. Utah's defense fell asleep and left Alexis Grisby open for three. uh, 25-22. Washington on top by three. Here's Brenna Maxwell. Goes left wing to Kelsey Reese on the left side. Now Zuza Poots. She'll drive past the defense. Float up for the layup. She's going to be bumped and fouled. So free throws coming here for Zuza Poots. This will be the first time that Utah has been to the line all game long. And Zuza will be the one to take the free throws. She's one of two so far, hasn't attempted many. Did not play against Washington State on Friday. And, uh, and instead, Ola Makirath filled the role for Zuza. And Ola did a terrific job, in fact. Uh, finished with nine points and seven rebounds. Really her first game of extended minutes. Zuza's first free throw is good to score 25-23. Second one good as well. Free throws presented by Woodside Holmes. It's what's inside the count. Smart and seamless healthy living solutions designed to help you take care of what matters most. Visit woodsidehomes.com today. Score 25 to 24. As the scoreboard inside the arena down, down below is 26. Somewhere there's a mistake, but it is going to be reset. So now 25-24 will be the score as we have a break in action. So Washington will get it back with 3.19 to play second quarter. It's Washington ball out of bounds. And here come the uh, the Huskies. Tamia Sadler in the front court. Utah's done a great job defensively against Tamia Sadler. 0 for 2 so far, has not scored. She's the leading scorer for Washington, but Utah still finds themselves down by one. Haley Van Dyke in the corner. She missed it. Long rebound controlled by Callie Lind of Washington. The left side here, Sadler. The bounce pass is going to be kicked off the foot of a Washington player, and it's going to be a turnover back to Utah. Nine turnovers for Utah, now eight turnovers for Washington. Let's see if Utah can capitalize. That's been the biggest problem right now is Utah, despite forcing eight turnovers uh, uh, on defense for Washington, has only scored six points off turnovers. Into the front court, here comes the other Kemry. Into the front court. Yes, the other Kemry. You missed it earlier. Kemry 
is considered to be in some parts of the state the other Kemry. Thanks in large part to Kemry White. Six-year-old fan here at the University of Utah. Says Kemry's her favorite player for obvious reasons. Right side, here's, here's Kemry. Gips to the corner. She's going to be fouled as she drives. And a reach-in foul is going to be whistled on Haley Van Dyke. Two free throws coming for... No, it's not. Initially signaled it was going to be free throws. But then changed. One-point lead for Washington. We've not seen very much offense here recently. Utah just three of nine here in the quarter. Camry Martin has the baseline, drives right past Kelsey at our series and is able to finish after the bump and the foul. Smart decision there by Kemry Martin as she realized that Darcy Reese was guarding her high up top. And I can tell you this much, Darcy cannot stay with Kemry Martin. And Blue Pastor was able to finish the layup and avoid the contact and hit and uh, get it a three-point play opportunity. Free throw for Kemry. Hits literally every single part of the rim and falls through. to go, second quarter, 27-25. Utah regains the lead after Kemri Martin, three-point play. Kayla Rooks into the front court. Goes left side to Jess Finney, who lobs up top to Jada Noble, but well recovered by Zuza Poots as she punches it out of bounds. So back to Washington with 23 seconds on the shot clock on the baseline. Jess Finney will inbound. Goes high up top to Haley Van Dyke. Who dribbles to her right. Lobs down low to Darcy Reese. They're going to call a foul on her sister for trying to go around her. So free throws here for Darcy. It's got to be so fun to be able to defend your sister. That was fun to watch that. As both wearing 53 for their respective teams. Darcy Reese been with Washington for two years now. This is her third year. Kelsey in her first year as a freshman. Darcy's free throw is no good. Darcy so far this year averaging eight points, two rebounds per game. Her last three games, though, she's been great, averaging upwards of 11 points. She's 50% from the floor. And five of 11 from three. Knocks down her second free throw, cutting it to one. 27-26, Utah on top by one. Kemry goes up top to Britta Maxwell. Britta, who's not scored yet. Dribbles high on the outside, crosses over, gets in the paint, goes outside to Zuza Poots. She'll drive the paint, float in the paint, and a float over the defense in the paint and finish. Nice individual play there by Zuza. And she gets her first field goal to fall, 29-26, Utah by three. Here's the feet on the inside. It's loose, it's on the deck, and it's going to be out of bounds, off Washington, back to Utah. Great hustle by Utah's defense once the ball got on the deck bodies were falling to the floor to try to get that basketball and it eventually ends with a turnover by washington as it rolled out of bounds camry martin in the front court camry so far here tonight five points two of four from the floor right side to brenna screen set by lola brenna gets around it free throw line jumper no rebound jess finney brenna maxwell 0 for three no points yet Utah's leading scorer for the last two seasons, in fact. High up top, Jess Finney. 
Moves it left wing to Haley Van uh, Haley Van Dyke. Lobs up top to uh, Darcy Reese. She will catch and she will score. So they take Kelsey out of the game, and Darcy promptly scores her first field goal. 29-28. Andy Torres. Right past the defense. Kayla Rooks was standing around, and Andy Torres blew right past her. 31-28. Minutes of play, second quarter. Right side, Kayla Rooks. Lobbing down low to Darcy Reese. One big dribble. Picks up her dribble. Forces it inside. The ball is loose. Recovered by Haley Van Dyke. Back up top to Kayla Rooks. Ten on the shot clock. Left wing. Here's Finney. Goes to the freshman Noble. She'll drive. Stop at the free throw line. Lose her footing. Step back on the left elbow. Miss it. Rebound Kemry. 35 seconds remaining. Six seconds separating shot clock and game clock. And Lynn Roberts and Kemry Martin are in absolutely no rush here. Kemry high in the left wing. Still dribbling. 17 on the shot clock. Now 15. Kemry with 10. High in the left wing. Goes left side to Zuza Poots. With seven. Zuz on the left side up to Kemry with five. Screen set by Lola with three. Right side elbow jumper. No good. It's in the, uh, lands right in the face of Darcy Reese. Washington recovers. They'll have to hurry. Fast break the other way. The layup at the horn off the bottom of the backboard, and that's going to end the first half. 31 28, Utah with a three point lead. They're led by Lola Pendande, six points, but Drew Gilton, really the one controlling the offense. In that first half, finished with five re, uh, five points, five assists for the Utah Utes as they lead 31-28. Uh, the Huskies led in the first half by Kelsey Reese. Check that. Darcy Reese and Haley Van Dyke with seven points apiece. That's going to be tough. Darcy and Kelsey trying to split those names up. Either way, the Utes lead by three at the break. Coming up next is the Ute Game Day Halftime Report presented by America First Credit Union. We'll take a look at halftime stats, get you a scoreboard update in the studio with my man James Peterson. That and much more coming up next on the AFC Ute Game Day Halftime Report. Our score at the break, it's Utah 31 Washington 28. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome inside the America First Credit Union halftime show. Utah's top auto lender offering low rates, flexible terms, 24-7 account access, and more. Apply today at AmericaFirst.com. The Utah Utes, through 20 minutes of basketball, lead the Huskies 31-28. to Hasn't been a pretty showing offensively necessarily for Utah, but they're doing enough to have the lead here at the break. It's really been their defense so far that's helped them to gain this lead. They've done a great job, especially on Tamia Sadler, who came into this game as one of the top freshmen in the entire conference, who's averaging upwards of 14 points per game, held her quiet. She did not score in that first half and was 0 for 2 from the floor, did have two assists in that first half and two fouls. That's about her only stat line so far. So Utah clearly doing a good job on the defensive end against, dare I say, Washington's best player, uh, they are getting great contributions from Haley Van Dyke and from uh, Dar- from Darcy Reese. I just see 53 in Reese and immediately think Kelsey because that's who we're seeing on a regular basis. Uh, Kayla Rooks, very good start to this game as well. Six points, two for three from the three-point line. And I've said, I said this in the early going that coming into this one, Kayla had only hit six total three-pointers in her first eight games, knocked down two in the first 11 minutes of tonight's game, or today's game. I can't say tonight. It's it's only 3 o'clock here local time on this very snowy but beautiful afternoon here in Salt Lake City. The Utes and the Huskies here in the John M. Huntsman Center doing battle. Going uh, Looking over the numbers here in this first half, Utah shot 44% from the floor, which is 
better than what we've seen so far from this team. Utah on the season ranked 10th in the Pac-12 Conference, just 38% from the floor. So good to see them get some good shots. And it really starts, especially when Washington switched to their zone defense. Drew Gilton was then able to pick apart the entire defense, found multiple shooters in the quarter, uh, corner, found multiple sh- shooters in the corner. Uh, tell you what, Drew knows how to pick apart a zone defense. So if you're going to switch to a zone, be prepared uh, to hear the name Drew Gilton a ton because that's what we saw in the very short time that they did switch to that zone defense is that Drew would find shooters. Uh, in, usually it was in the corner for three, especially one that was just absolutely spectacular where Drew was high on the right wing, somehow saw on the left corner Andy Torres just sitting there wide, wide open, was able to get it right on the numbers to Andy, and she hit the three in stride. So if you're going to switch to a zone, be be prepared for the Drew Gilton show. But either way, Drew Gilton, as I mentioned a moment ago, leading the way for Utah, uh, controlling the game for Utah, I guess I should say, has five points and five assists. Lola Pindande does lead the way with scoring with six. Uh, but either way, doing a good job of finding her teammates and giving them opportunities to score. Utah's just got to capitalize on those opportunities when Drew is able to find her teammates in stride. We'll see if they can do that here in the second half. The Huskies were three of six from beyond the arc, so that's 50%. If uh, you know, you're not a mathematician out there, the, Hus- uh, the, the Utes shot 31% from the three-point line. Free throws, bit of a discrepancy right now. Washington has taken seven of them, Utah just three. So we'll see if that balances out a little bit more in the second half. And right now, the Utes and the Huskies tied with nine turnovers apiece. But as we talked about in that first half, neither team really taking advantage of those turnovers. Huskies have just eight points off turnovers. Utah has just nine. So we'll see if that can be improved as well in the second half. The leading scorers, Lola Pendande with nine in the fir- uh, with six in the first half. Camry Martin and Drew Kilton, along with Andy Torres with five points apiece. Zuza Poots with four off the bench. Naya Becker Kem- and uh, Kennedy McQueen finish with three in that first half. For Washington, they had seven by Darcy Reese, seven by Haley Van Dyke. Kayla Rooks with six. Lowry and Grisby with three points apiece. And the freshman Noble with two. But the key story in this is that the freshman Tamia Sadler held quiet. Does not have a point here in this game so far we'll see if utah can keep that uh, can uh, can keep her in check in the second half as well we'll take a break when we return we'll send it to the studio let you hear from james peterson on a scoreboard update some big games in the women's pac 12 side going on right now and he'll talk about that coming up next this is the Ute game day halftime report presented by america first credit union this is utah basketball from learfield img college Drew killed on the right wing for Utah. Goes up top to Brenna Maxwell. Screen set by Lola. Goes right side back to Drew. The skip to the corner to Andy. Triple on the way. Splash. That find was spectacular from Drew Gilton. Utah fans, welcome inside the ESPN 700 studio in downtown Salt Lake City. I'm James Peterson, and this is the Utes Game Day Halftime Scoreboard Report. Part of the America First Halftime Show from Learfield IMG College. Utah leads Washington 31-28 at halftime at the Huntsman Center. Lola Pendande leads Utah with six points, and Drew Gilton added five points and five assists, including that beautiful one we played uh, coming in. Elsewhere in the Pac-12, number six Arizona beat Cal 69-33. Washington State took down Colorado 76-63. One game in progress, number 11 UCLA leads number 8 Oregon in Eugene 38-34. You can catch the remainder of that one on the Pac-12 
Network. That one is at halftime as well. And still to come, number one, Stanford takes on Arizona in Tempe. Tip-off is at 4 o'clock. Oregon State versus USC has been postponed. In the top 25, number three, NC State beat Boston College 76-57. Number 25, Michigan State beat Purdue 71-64. Number nine, Texas A&M prevailed 92-67 over Florida in SEC play. And number 13, Kentucky took down number 12, Mississippi State 92-86 in a thrilling overtime victory. Texas leads Iowa State currently... In the second half, 72-59. That's number 19, Texas. You can catch the remainder of that one on ESPN2. And still to come at 3 uh, at three p.m. on ESPN2, number 15, Northwestern hosts number 16, Michigan. Number 2, Louisville versus Virginia. And number 18, DePaul versus Marquette have been canceled. Once again, Utah leads Washington 31-28 at halftime at the Huntsman Center. Lola Pendande leads Utah with six points, and Drew Gilton added five points and five first-half assists. Coming up, Tyson Ewing will bring you the second half of Utah versus Washington. I'm James Peterson, and this has been the Utes Game Day Halftime Scoreboard Report, part of the America First Halftime Show, and this is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center as we are moments away from starting the second half, the Utes with a three-point lead at the break. Interested to see what they do here in the second half. Utah's offense has really sputtered this whole entire season. Nice to see them get some good looks once. I told you, once Washington switched to the zone defense, Utah was able to find some good looks. Let's see if Utah can continue to move the basketball around, look for good shots, and when possible, try to get points, easy points, in transition with Drew Gilton leading the way. We've got no doubt Utah can do that, but they have to be able to be all on the same page. And let's see if they can extend this lead a little bit as Washington trails by three as we are set for the third quarter. Be key to see if the Utes can keep Tamiya Sadler in check as well. They did a great job defending her in the first half. Now some key numbers to look out for here in the second half. In wins this year... Washington is 29 of 87 from the three-point line. That's 33%. In losses this year, they're 18 of 91. That's 20%. They're also, when they win, they score 75 points per game. When they lose, they score 50. Washington had 28 in that first half. So back to live action we go as the Huskies have it to begin. Tamia Sadler is open in the corner, and it didn't take long for Tamia Sadler to get on the board here in the second half as she drills the left corner triple to tie the ball game up at 31. Basically everything I talked about in that last minute before we started play just happened on one possession. Tamia Sadler Sadler hit a three-pointer. 9.35 to go, three minutes, we're tied at 31. Andy Torres open for three, didn't take it. Kemry has it on the right wing. Looking on the inside, now drives. Has Lola Pendande, lobs up top and finishes. Great find from Kemri Martin as she got trapped on the baseline. Just had a little jump pass to find Lola Pendande open on the left L, uh, on the left block and she finished. 33-31. Up top here's Jada Noble. Goes inside to Quay Miller, kicks it out to Rooks. Quick movement 
Sadler now has it on the on the baseline. She jumps up from 18 feet. She missed it. Rebound Utah. Drew Gilton skips into the front court, picks up her dribble, goes no, the no-looker to Kemri Martin in the corner. She missed the three. Waiting down low, however, was Lola Pendande for the easy offensive rebound, and she's quickly tied up down low by Jada Noble, and the foul will be called. Smart foul there by, Jay, uh, by Jada Noble because it would have been an easy put-back layup for Lola Pendande. But Utah gets it now on the baseline with a two-point lead. Kemry will inbound. Go up top to Andy Torres. Back to Kemry on the corner. She attacks the baseline. No look pass to Kayla Rooks. It's turned over. The other way. Here comes Tamia Sadler. Goes right wing to, no, uh, to Jada Noble. She pump fakes the three. Kicks it back up top to Sadler. Sadler moves it left side to Haley Van Dyke. She pump fakes the three. Now swings right side to Noble. She passes inside to the right elbow. To uh, Quay Miller. She drives. Gets it stripped and taken away. Steal by... Andy Torres for Utah. Andy has it. Straight away goes left side to Brenna Maxwell, who quickly goes inside. Now quickly back outside. Here's the drive by Kemri Martin. She's fouled. As it looked as though Quay Miller stepped in her pathway. Didn't quite get set, and it will be a blocking foul. Yeah, she was not in position at all. So a good call there. Second foul by Washington here in the quarter. Darcy Reese has checked back in. Had a great first half. Seven points on three of three shooting. Utah will inbound. Kemry will trigger. Go to the right corner. Andy Torres. And indecision by the officials as they're going to say it's out of bounds off Washington back to Utah. Here's Drew Gilton on the right wing to set up the offense for Utah. She crosses over, and Jada Noble hit the deck. Into the corner. Open is Brenna Maxwell. Missed it. And she was open in stride and could not hit it. She's now 0 for 4. Utah's leading scorer now is 10 for 40 from beyond the arc this season. The no-look pass to the corner. Kemri Martin pump fakes, drives, but she traveled. 7.52 to go, third quarter, and another turnover for Utah. That's Kemri Martin's second turnover of the second half. And the second turnover for Utah this half. Alexis Gribsby checks in for Washington as Tamia Sadler will walk into the front court. Sadler, a 5'8 freshman from Vallejo, California, the leading scorer on this team, has been held to just three points here in this one so far. Has it high in the right wing. Takes one dribble. There's no movement right now by Washington's offense. Mike on the right side. Sadler lobs inside. It's caught by Rooks, and she's fouled. So she will have an opportunity at free throws here. Kayla Rooks on the season, 45%, 5 of 11 from the free throw line. And she steps to the line. Naya Becker's checked in. Kemri Martin's checked out. Resetting for Utah on the floor. Drew Gilton with Britta Maxwell, Naya Becker, Andy Torres, and Lola Pendande for Washington. Quay, uh, Tamia Sadler is out there with Alexis Gribsby, Kayla Rooks, Haley Van Dyke, and Darcy Reese. First free throw is good for Kayla Rooks. Just her sixth make out of 12 attempts so far from the free throw line this year. One more here for Kayla. The 6-1 senior from San Marcos, California. And it's so funny because as I look at this roster in the game against Washington State, it seemed as though every single player was from outside the United States. 
As I go down this roster for Washington, every single player is within the United States, and most of them, in fact, if not all of them, outside of Darcy Reese, is from the western part of the United States, either California or Washington. Here's the little give and go. Lola Pendande has him on the left block. Fades from the bucket over Darcy Reese and finishes. Lola Pendande is having her breakout game, and she's been struggling mightily coming into this season. Coming into this one this season, I should say, shooting just 32% in the paint this year. She's now got 10 points on 5 of 6 shooting. Grisby into the corner, but it's tapped out of bounds off Andy Torres. 35-33, 6.58 to play third quarter. Back to Washington on the sideline. Gribsby will inbound. Utah on a 2-3 defense. Tamia Sadler has it high up top, goes right wing. To Jada Noble, to the corner. Here's a Gribsby triple. Yes. The Huskies have regained the lead. It's 36-35. Drew Gilton looking to push. Gets the left block, picks up her dribble, kicks it out to Andy Torres. The backdoor cut to Brenna Maxwell. She'll float for two and hit it. Pretty play. I don't know how Brenna was able to even see the basket over the 6-4 Darcy Reese, but she's able to get the floater to fall. 37-36, Utah with the lead again. Left side, Jada Noble. Takes the screen from Grisby, goes right wing to Grisby. She missed it. Rebound ripped down by Andy Torres. They're going to call an over-the-back foul on Nia Lowry. 6.15 to go, third quarter. Utah has possession after the foul on Nia Lowry. That's Washington's third team foul. Now let's see if with that bucket, Brenna Maxwell can get into a bit of a rhythm. She's now one of five. Is finally able to see one go through the hoop. Hilton into the front court. Bounce pass down low to Andy Torres. It was too far. Well defended by Nia Lowry. It's going to be a turnover. Back to Washington. Turnover central here. 12th turnover for Utah. Washington has 10. 6.06 to go third quarter. Back to Washington. Kayla Rooks into the front court. The 6-1 senior from California. Hands off to Alexis Gribsby. There's the left-hand dribble. She skips it left wing to Lowry. Looking on the inside, down low now to Darcy Reese. Darcy one-on-one with Lola Pendande. A strip and a foul from behind. I believe they're going to call that one on Lola. What? Two whistles occurred at the same time. Ah, there's the reach. Had Lola not have reached in right there, it would have been a steal for Utah, but Lola reached. So Grisby has it up top for Washington. Looking down low for Kayla Rooks. Going to be kicked off Drew. Shot clock resets to 20. 5.43 to go third. Utah by one. Callie Lind, 5'9 sophomore from Sammamish, Washington will inbound here. Gets it to Kayla Rooks. A lot of standing, not a lot of moving. Now on the left side, Callie Lind to Darcy Reese. Thought about the three, didn't take it. Goes back to Callie Lind. Now back up top to Rooks. Seven on the shot clock. Down low to Darcy Reese, and a foul is going to be called on Lola Pendande. Two fouls on Lola Pendande, this possession. And right on cue, coach is going to call on Ola Makirat to come in and defend Darcy Reese. 
Because right now, Darcy Reese is causing all types of fits. What they're doing is they're going to put Andy Torres on Darcy Reese. So five and a half to go third. Washington basketball. This has been a very, a, a very lengthy possession for the Huskies. Let's see how it ends. Haley Van Dyke. Lob down low to Darcy Reese. She'll catch, spin, and miss the hook shot. Well defended as Ola Makirat got switched off to Darcy Reese. Utah with the rebound. Here's a quick trigger on the corner. A three-pointer is no good by Brenna Maxwell, but a foul is calling a three-point attempt, so Brenna Maxwell will walk to the, th- uh, to the free-throw line to get three free-throws. And that, is been the, that has been the difference so far this year between Brenna Maxwell this year and Brenna Maxwell last year. Nobody really knew who Brenna Maxwell was coming into the season. Everybody knows who Brenna Maxwell is this year. She is a dynamite shooter and can knock down three-pointers at will. But this year, she has been defended so tightly that the reason that she's 10 of 40 from beyond the arc so far this year is because she has not had very many good wide-open looks. She does go two for three, missed just her second free throw of the year. Rebound Washington on the third attempt. Three-pointer in the corner by Callie Lind is no good. Offensive rebound Haley Van Dyke, and she will walk to the free-throw line. Utah leads 39-36. But Brenna Maxwell, now 0 for 3 in this one, is 10 of 40 from beyond the arc this year. That's just 25%. Again, for all those mathematicians out there. Did, however, just miss her third free throw. Check that second free throw of the season. She's now 28 of 30 from the free throw line. So free throws now here the other way for Haley Van Dyke who coming into this one had only attempted 12 free throws all year long through eight games. Her first one is good, and her second one, her ninth free throw attempt, is good as well. 39-38. Substitutions for Washington. As for some reason, women's basketball decided to change the substitution rule to where they're not going to allow players to come in in between free throws. It's going to be after the last free throw, which frankly doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But either way, it's 39-38. Naya Becker goes out to Ola Makirat. Thought about the three, didn't take it. Slows it down to, to, to Drew Gilton. Drew has it. Drives right. Still dribbling. Skips to the corner to Naya. Naya will drive baseline. Go up, reverse layup. Up and good! Use the terrific angle off the glass to glide past Haley Van Dyke and get it to fall. And that is the speed and the athleticism and the length that Naya Becker has that can really hurt a defense. 41-38, Utah back on top by three. Darcy Reese, left wing. Looking on the inside, goes left side to Neil Lowry. Lowry kicks it back up top to Jada Noble. She lobs down low and it's tapped out of bounds. It's going to be off Utah. That was a good idea by Jada Noble. Just did not get enough under the pass as it was tapped out of bounds off Andy Torres. And a timeout's been taken on the floor. Today's game sponsor, Woodside Homes. It's what's inside that counts. Smart and seamless, healthy living solutions designed to help you take care of what matters most. Visit woodsidehomes.com today. The Utes lead 41-38, 4.07 to go, third quarter. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. 
47-38, to go, third quarter. Utah with a three-point lead. UPS, my choice alerts, is brought to you by UPS, working together to achieve great things like the Utes. That's problem solving. Visit UPS.com to learn more. Now time for a conference update for you as the women's Pac-12 conference. Frankly, I'm going to say it. People can argue with me all they want, but the Pac-12 conference, the best conference in all of women's college basketball, and we are starting to see a rise up in Pullman. The Washington State Cougars have won today against Colorado. They have improved to 6-1. and one. They are getting absolutely stellar production from the Ledger Walker sisters as they have now won their sixth game of the year. They are 5-1. and one. Check that, 4-1 and one in Pac-12 play. Their only loss, a four-point loss on the road to Oregon, who right now trails by nine to number 11 UCLA, Oregon. Looking, uh, uh, UCLA looking to knock off Oregon in Eugene to give them their first loss. Back to action we go as Darcy Reese steps out of bounds. Great defense being applied by Andy Torres. Just used her body and put her hands up in the air and kind of bumped Darcy Reese. Surprised they didn't call a foul there. Back to Utah. Here comes Drew Gilton. Hands off to Naya Becker. Moves it up top to Lola to Ola Makirat, who goes right side to Brenna. Ola now has it on the baseline. They're going to call a foul on Jada Noble on the drive. That's the fourth team foul. Nope, that's the fifth team foul. So that will put Ola Makirat to the line. Now Ola had not seen much time at all. In fact, had played just two minutes before playing against Washington State. And against Washington State, she played 23 minutes and was great in her time on the floor. Had nine points, seven rebounds, two assists, a block, and a steal. So kind of a full stat sheet for Ola Makira. She's now at the free throw line, presented to you by Woodside Holmes. Misses the first one, hits the second one, 42-38. Utah now the four-point lead. They're now up to 47% from the floor. They've outscored Washington 12-10 here in the third. Haley Van Dyke to Darcy Reese. Takes the 17-foot baseline jumper. Hits the back of the rim and falls through. 42-40. Back to a two-point lead. Here's the drive by Drew. To the corner to Andy. Triple on the way. No, it's going to be loose and controlled by Ola Makirat. Back to Drew. She's open. Thought about the three. Didn't take it. Will drive. Skip to Naya. Up to Andy. Left angle triple. Ooh, that was in then fell through. No good. Rebound Naya. Naya gets it stripped from behind and taken away. But then recovered back by Ola. And she's going to be fouled. Nice hustle by Ola Makirat. To give Utah an opportunity at free throws. Nice hustle there. And that three-point attempt by Andy Torres, it looked like it was in from here. I am not in my normal spot on the floor, but it did look like it was good. The score says 42-38. to 38. I thought it was 42-40. to 40. The stats say 43-40. to 40. But they gave Ola an extra free throw, but she did miss her first free throw. There's a problem with the scoreboard right now. Hopefully it will get corrected as she hits the first. The score should now be 43-40. to 40. With one more coming by Ola. 
Second one is good. I don't have a score. Is I believe I'm I'm almost certain the score is 44 to 40 right now. The scoreboard says 44-38. The stats say 45 to 40, but I'm certain it's 44 to 40. Either way, Utah leads. Here's the drive by Jada Noble. She'll float for two. It's in and out. No good. Rebound. Drew Gilton. She gets bumped from behind. No foul. We'll move it ahead to Brenna. Brenna stops, pops, misses the runner. The rebound secured by Washington, and they head in the front court, heading the other way. Here comes Haley Van Dyke. We'll slow it up to Kayla Rooks. Did Darcy Reese hit that shot? Because the stats just changed to Washington now 38. I officially have no idea what the score is because from my vantage point, Darcy Reese's jumper from the baseline hit the back of the rim and then fell through, which would have made it 42-40. to 40. Then both free throws were good by Ola Makurant, which should have made it 44-38. to 38. The scoreboard says 40, check that, 44 to 40. Scoreboard says 44 38. Stats say 45 to 38. I thought it was 44 to 40, so I don't know what the score is. Either way, here's a triple by Haley Van Dyke, and she knocks it down from the right wing. 209 to go, third quarter. Drew will drive. No look pass to Lola Pendande. Well recovered by Haley Van Dyke. It's taken away. Three on one fast break. Van Dyke spins in the paint. Layup up and good. Haley Van Dyke's having a terrific night. 14 points for Haley. The quick feed ahead. Nia Becker's open in the corner and knocks it down. Drew Gilton found Nia Becker wide open in the corner. And when you give Nia Becker that much time, she'll make you pay, and she did right there. 47-43. Kayla Rooks right side to Haley Van Dyke. Kayla Rooks has it from 14 feet, hits the hits the jumper. There was no defensive pressure by Lola Pendande on that shot attempt. 47-45. Drew Gilton spots for three, right angle, splash. Right in the face of Darcy Reese, made her pay for not defending her. 50-45, to back and forth we go. Left side to Mia Sadler. Three points, the leading scorer on this team. Goes up top to Haley Van Dyke, who takes a quick triple, and she missed it. Rebound, Nia Becker will push ahead. Brenna Maxwell, catch and shoot. Triple is money! The lead out leads to a wide open look for Brenna Maxwell, who knocks it down in stride. Timeout on the floor. Boy, what a shot there by Brenna Maxwell. And I'm sure she loved to see that finally go down. Tyler on the floor. We'll take it with him. Utah 53, Washington 45 for now, unless something changes. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. I think we've had, we've got the scoreboard fixed. I really don't know because I'm still questioning a jump shot that Kelsey Reese took from the corner a little while ago that did not count on the scoreboard. From my vantage point, it looked like it went in, but there is, from my side, from my look, it does look like uh, it went in, but I do have a white color right behind the net, so I can't always tell if the shot goes in. I'm no longer courtside this year. Thank you, COVID-19. But uh, I thought that was good. If so, the score should be 53-47, but there has been no no complaints anywhere. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. All I do know is that I felt as though Darcy Reese knocked down the jumper to make it 47. But 
Apparently I didn't see it correctly. Either way, Utah now leads by eight after back-to-back triples, including a triple for Brenna Maxwell, her first of the day, uh, first of the game. Drew Gilton now up to seven assists, leading the way for Utah. She has eight points, is two for four from three. She's having a dynamic game here at the Huntsman Center today. And that's really what it comes down to is Utah running in transition. Those looks from Drew Gilton have been because they are running in transition and they are finding the shooters. Naya Becker on the first time. Brenna Maxwell the second time. Washington has it on the baseline after Drew kicked it. And then Drew promptly takes it away on the inbounds play. 40 seconds remaining. Drew Gilton in the front court. Of the third quarter. Here's Ola Makirat. Goes left side to Naya. Naya up top to Pendande. And a foul is going to be called away from the ball on Jess Finney. Brenna Maxwell will walk the free throw line as she was held by Jess Finney. Now, I talked about how I would talk more about Jess Finney. She has a very interesting story in the sense that Jess Finney was in high school this time last month. She graduated high school in December, was signed by uh, by November, or signed by Washington back in November, graduated high school in December, then she became eligible, eligible to play for Washington. So she was not on the roster at the beginning of the season. But because she graduated high school back in December, she then became eligible to play for Washington. So she's now in the uniform for the Huskies, despite being in high school by this time last month. Very, very interesting story from the freshman, Jess Finney, who's now on the floor. Brenna goes two for two. She's now 30 of 32 from the stripe this year. High up top, here is Finney. Skips to the corner to a Callie Lind, who lobs up top trying to find Quay Miller. Clay Miller stands at six foot three. It was lobbed at about eight foot three, and it's a turnover going back to Utah. Substitutions for Washington. Neil Lowry has checked back in. Ten seconds remain in the third quarter. Andy Torres ahead to Brenna Maxwell. Brenna still dribbling with three seconds. Back to Drew. A deep heave at the buzzer. That's going to go hard off the backboard, and that will do it for the end of the third quarter. 30 minutes of basketball has been played. Utah leads 55-45. to They close the third quarter in an 8-0 run. They outscore the Huskies 24-17 to and have a 10-point lead going into the fourth. Fourth quarter comes your way next. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. 10 minutes of basketball remains. Utah, for the time being, leads 55-45. to I still feel as though Utah... Leads by only eight, because I swear Darcy Reese hit a jumper earlier in the half that did not count, but that's not for me to decide. I'm just here to actually tell you what the scoreboard says and to bring it to you live. Either way, the Utes lead with 10 minutes of basketball remaining in this one. Utah has looked spectacular here in the second half, and Drew Gilton has been behind it all. She's got eight points and seven assists. She's the one that led that quick little 6-0 burst thanks to terrific outlet passes and finding her shooters wide open. She's got seven assists on the season, averages 4.6, good for fourth in the Pac-12 Conference. And we'll see if Utah can finish this one out as they lead the Huskies by 10. Drew Gilton controls for Utah as they have first possession here of the fourth quarter. Andy Torres catches... Right down the middle. Goes up top to Naya Becker. Now to Lola Pendande. 
On the right wing, here's Brenna Maxwell. Brenna goes right side to Drew. She'll skip to the corner to Andy. She'll pump fake. She'll drive baseline. Go inside the Lola. Get it, get it nearly taken away, but recovered by Andy Torres, who then finds the cutting Drew Gilton, who missed the layup, and a foul is going to be called over the back on Lola Pendande. Drew Gilton with the beautiful idea to drive to the bat or to run towards the basket. She was left wide open, and she just blew the bunny. So Washington has the basketball after the over-the-back call on Lola Pendande with nine and a half to go in the fourth quarter. The Utes leading by 10. High up top is Haley Van Dyke, right side to Noble. Noble so far, two points, one of five shooting. Goes back to Haley Van Dyke. Her triple on the left side is no good. Rebound Noble. She'll stick it back up, and she'll miss it. Get another offensive rebound, miss it again. Fight for an offensive rebound and get tied up with Andy Torres. That defense down in the paint on Jada Noble was awesome for Utah. Andy Torres has been spectacular down low, defending the basket. Just couldn't get a defensive rebound there. So the jump ball possession arrow points towards Washington. Quay Miller has it on the left wing. Move it up top to Kayla Rooks. Download to the free throw line, back to Quay. She'll jab step, pull back, miss. Come about, well, come very short on the shot. Rebound pulled down by Lula Pendande. Drew quickly into the front court with her head held high. Here's this, uh, the junior from Rapid City, South Dakota. No look past Anaya Becker in the corner. Naya will drive. Will float it up and score. She went up. She went under. She scooped the layup up and she got it to fall. Utah now a 10-0 run to lead 57-45. High up top is Tamiya Sadler. Just three points on the night so far. Nearly turns it over as it's going to be punched out of bounds. Off Andy Torres back to Washington. Tamiya Sadler averaging just a touch under 15 points per game. Has been held to just three here in this one on just four shot attempts. She's attempted 61 shots through her first eight games. Has only attempted four here against Utah. Clay Miller was open, thought about the three, didn't take it, and then threw it to Nia Becker. Nia Becker will drive coast to coast. Stop, let her defender drive past her, and score. 59-45 Utah on a 12-0 run to flex their lead to 14. Sadler standing up top goes right wing and Naya Becker with her long arms punches it out of bounds back to Washington Darcy Reese is going to check in for Quay Miller after she just made an atrocious turnover on the last offensive possession for Washington 59-45 to Mia Sadler into the front court she's sixth in the Pac-12 conference shooting 51% from the floor been held at just one of four shooting today on the right elbow, here's Haley Van Dyke. We'll take the shot, miss it. Get her own offensive rebound, miss again, but a foul is going to be called. As now Haley Van Dyke, who had just 12 free throw attempts in her first eight games, will get free throw 10 and 11 in just this game. 7.51 to play, Utah by 14 in the midst of a 12-0 run. Want to give now individual shout-outs to my family for listening. Got uh, my brother and sister-in-law who's driving home from northern Utah. Spent the holiday up in northern Utah, driving back down south to beautiful Hurricane Utah right now. So Aaron, Pam, Jackson, Avery, and Brindley driving back home right now. My parents are also listening up in the beautiful valley of Morgan, Utah. Right around the corner from the hometown of one Kennedy McQueen. 
as both free throws are good for Haley Van Dyke. 7.51 to go, fourth quarter. Utah 59, Washington 47. Here comes Drew Gilton, who's played every second of the second half and has played very well, minus a couple of little blunders like the missed a layup a moment ago. Well, the Pendande right side to Brenna Maxwell. Now up top to Andy, back to Brenna. Open, right side triple. Yes! You give her a little space. She's going to make you pay every time. Nothing but net for Brenna Maxwell. 62-47, a 15-point advantage for Utah. Kayla Rooks on the left wing. Goes down low to Darcy Reese. Darcy, one big dribble. Goes into the body of Lola. Hook shot, no. Rebound, Lola. Foul, Darcy. Back to Utah. 15-point lead for the Utes. Utah in this game, 8 of 22 from beyond the arc in their two victories this year. They've had at least 10 three-point makes in their five losses. They've been under 10 three-point makes. Right now they have 15 a 15-point lead and eight three-point makes. Lola Pendande ahead to Drew as the Utes break the full-court pressure. Back to Andy. Torres goes up top to Lola Pendande. Back to Brenna on the right wing. Brenna goes back to Andy. Same play we just saw a moment ago. Brenna could not get open, so they'll slow it to Drew Gilton with 10 on the shot clock. Andy Torres on the left wing with eight. Screen set by Brenna. Andy to... To, to Brenna with four. She will drive. Lefty layup, no, but a foul is called. And free throws coming for Brenna Maxwell. So Brenna started this game not shooting well from the floor. In fact, missed her first five shots. Actually, she went one of five to start. In fact, she was one of six at one point. Has hit two straight shots. Has knocked down four of her five free throw attempts. And is now up to 12 points. Leads Utah in scoring. First free throw is good. One more for Brenna. 6.45 to play in the fourth. Utah with its largest lead of 16. These free throws presented to you by our game sponsor today. That is Woodside Homes. It's what's inside that counts. Smart and seamless. Healthy living solutions designed to help you take care of what matters most. Visit woodsidehomes.com today. She knocks down the second as well. So into the front court for the Utes. Here comes Kayla Rooks. Now on the left wing to Jess Finney. Pump fakes. Allows the defender to go past her. Pulls from the free throw line. Missed it. Offensive rebound. Haley Van Dyke. Finney quickly inside to Darcy Reese. She will get into position and score. 64-49. 6.25 to play fourth quarter. Now Drew behind the right wing. Goes up top to Andy. Andy hands left side to Zuza Poots. Who's just checked in for the Utes. Now right wing to Brenna. Brenna will drive. Stop. Free throw line. Yes. Brenna now is in rhythm. She's knocked three straight shots down after starting one of six from the floor. And the youths lead by 17. Darcy Reese again. And Lola Pendande just stood there and allowed uh, Darcy Reese to score. Lola Pendande didn't apply any pressure whatsoever. Yes, she has four fouls, but you've got to be more aggressive than that. That was way too easy as Darcy Reese gets the easy layup with no contention whatsoever. 66-51, Brenna again. Oh, my goodness! Brenna knocks it down straight away, hits the triple right in the face of the defender. Four straight makes for Brenna. She's now up to 19. A loose ball after the three-point miss, and Zuza Poots recovers. 
Drew Gilton in the front court. Brenna Maxwell has now hit four straight shots after going one of six to start. A foul is called away from the, uh, actually it was on a steal attempt, so not away from the ball, but on the steal attempt. But Brenna Maxwell, oh my goodness, she is in rhythm right now. Substitutions for Utah. Drew Gilton, who's played every second of the second half, is going to take a breather. Kennedy McQueen's checked in for Utah. Along with Ola Makirat. Lola Pendande is out of the game after her just atrocious defensive play on the last offensive possession for Washington. Here's Brenna. Fakes right. Goes left. Pulls for three. She is fouled on the three-point attempt and will get free throws. Brenna right now, after starting one of six from this game, it feels as though that rim has just opened right up for her as she has knocked down four straight shots and has three free throws here. First one is good. These free throws presented to you by Woodside Homes. Today's game sponsor. Second free throw good as well. Didn't even see the net move on that second one. One more for Brenna. The Utes have flexed their lead to 20. Second free throw, or check that, third free throw is good. The Utes have outscored Washington 17-6 in the fourth quarter. They ended the third quarter on an 8-0 run. They are now on a 25-6 run since the end of the third quarter. Here's a floater in the paint. Floating away from the basket is Jada Noble. She gets it to fall. 72-53, midway through the fourth quarter. Full court pressure being applied by uh, Washington as Ola Makirat steps across the timeline just in time. High up top. Here's the freshman, Kennedy McQueen, controlling for Utah. 4.20 to play. McQueen. The screen is set by Ola Makirat. Jada Noble ran right through her, and a foul is going to be called on Jada Noble. That is the fifth foul on Washington. So after the timeout on the floor... Free throws for Ola Makirat. But Utah absolutely blitzing Washington here in the second half. They're in the midst of a 25-8 run since the end of the third quarter. They lead 72-53. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center where the Utah Utes have absolutely exploded in the second half. They're in the midst of a 25-8 run since the end of the third quarter and they now lead 72 to 53 finally utah getting some rhythm offensively which is something that we've not seen a lot of so far this year but boy i tell you this has got to be a nice breath of fresh air for head coach lynn roberts as now her team at least in this game so far starting to play to their potential because this is the thing that utah has they have so much potential on this roster but we just have not seen it of course it's a strange year i get that we totally understand everybody understands how crazy this year wait a second not this year anymore we're in 2021 sorry this last nine months has been hopefully it ends shortly of course but uh 10 months that's not nine months it's 10 months we got to say march as well all of march either way either way it's been crazy the times are crazy i'm sitting high atop the john m huntsman center with the teams right in front of me just doesn't feel doesn't feel the same it is weird but nice to see her team live up to their potential against a Pac-12 opponent. 74-53 as both free throws are good for Ola. 
Here's Jada Noble. Will drive, kick to the corner. Triple by Callie Lind. It's long. It's loose and controlled by the freshman, Kennedy McQueen. She hands back to Andy Torres as the pressure's being heavily applied by Washington. Oh, just in time, Kennedy McQueen crosses the timeline just as the clock hit 20. Zuza Poots picks up her dribble. 12 on the shot clock. Right side is Brenna. Brenna has been in a trance as of late. Goes right side to Kennedy. Bounce pass to Andy. Defense comes from behind, and Sadler takes it away. And then Ola Makirat strips it right back. Two on one fast break. No rush for Utah. As Brenna Maxwell kicks to the corner to Kennedy. Open, triple, on the way. No. Offensive, oh, offensive rebound by Ola Makirat. She got her legs taken out from her. Oh, no. That did not look good, and we're going to go to break. 74-53, timeout on the floor. We'll take it with them. Utah leading by 21. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. It went silent for a good three or four minutes as Ola Makirat went up for an offensive rebound, frankly got her legs taken out from underneath her, and she went head first into the ground. Oh, it was a scary moment. You could actually, that's the reason I went to timeout is because you could hear, you could visually hear her on the floor. And so I didn't want to keep the, uh, didn't, I didn't want to keep it here, but she has been helped off the floor. Good thing is she got up. She was able to walk off, not necessarily on her own power, but she is on her own feet. And she, uh, she was laughing and smiling a little bit as she stood up. So obviously you don't want to see that, but good to see that she is at least moving well after what looked like an absolutely scary, scary fall. But we are back to action now as Drew Gilton earned free throws for Utah. She knocked down both of them. The other way, Tamia Sadler drives coast to coast, gets fouled, and it will not go to the free throw line. Nope, they're going to say not shooting. So Sadler, who's been having a rough, rough go at it here in this one, not able to see a ball go through the hoop with free throws. Left side is Jaden Noble. Controlling for Washington. Utah leading by 23 points. Jada uh, to, Jada skips to Sadler, who drives baseline, kicks it to the left elbow to Callie Lind, who's short on the left elbow jumper. Rebound Brenna Maxwell, and she is fouled. So Washington is in the penalty. Utah in the bonus. And Brenna Maxwell will run to the free throw line. Brenna Maxwell has had an absolutely stellar second half. All 22 of Brenna Maxwell's points have come in the second half alone. She's 5 of 7 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3, and 9 of 10 just in the second half. And now she'll walk to the free throw line to extend the lead for Utah. Hits the first of two. Brenna came into this one 26 of 27 from the free throw line. This is free throws 11 and 12. Now on the season, she sits at 37 for 39. It's now 78-53 as she goes two for two. Utah's big run continuing. Here's the drive right on cue. Jada Noble able to finish, be fouled, and have a three-point play opportunity. But going back to Brenna Maxwell. Brenna is from the Seattle area (laughs) and, frankly, loves to play. This Washington team has had some tremendous success in her short career against Washington. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I can tell you she's been tremendous in her career against Washington. Free throw was no good. 
Utah with the rebound. 78-55 to score. Full court pressure being applied. Utah turns it over. Great pressure applied by Washington. Here's a triple in the corner by Callie Lind. It's off the mark. Rebound. Brought down by Andy Torres, and she's tied her career high of nine, re- of nine rebounds. Three on two, fast break the other way. Utah's in no rush. Kennedy McQueen has it high in the left wing. Two and a half to play, fourth quarter. Kennedy goes left side to Zuza Poots. Left-hand dribble to Naya Becker. Naya skips right side to Kennedy. Fakes the pass, pulls for three, and knocks it down. The tenth three-point make for Utah, and it comes from Kennedy McQueen, the freshman from Hennifer, Utah to give the Utes an 81-55 lead, a 26-point advantage for Utah. Naya Becker nearly had a strip and an easy layup the other way, but they're going to call a reach-in foul. Substitutions for Utah. Kelsey Reese is going to check in, Darcy Reese's sister. They look a lot alike, too, so it's always hard to tell. Even though they're wearing two different jersey colors, they're wearing the same number, and they look a lot alike. 81-55, 2-11 to play, fourth quarter, free throws coming for Washington's Lowry. Darcy's now checked in, so hopefully we'll see a nice little one-on-one matchup with Kelsey and Darcy. 2-11 to play in this one. Utah has outscored Washington 26-10 as the first free throw is up and good. Checking in for the first time today is Donna Tambu. A 5'9 freshman from Quebec, Canada. In her brief time uh, with Utah, she's looked good in her minutes on the floor. See if she can live up to the billing here in the final two minutes. Darcy Reese, check that. Kelsey Reese has it, being guarded by her sister Darcy. Right side, into the hands of Kennedy McQueen. She'll scoop up top to Poots. We'll move it left side to Becker now up top to Reese quickly inside to Poots she gets her legs taken out from underneath her and she's fouled by A.J. Martineau and a free throw coming here two free throws coming here for Utah 81-57 the lead for Utah so Zuza Poots in the same exact location that her teammates for many many years Ola Makirat both from Poland had her legs taken out in a very very scary moment earlier in this fourth quarter it's her legs taken out from underneath her. Not, not in, uh, totally inadvertently, but still. Same exact type of scary play. She goes one for two from the free throw line. 82-57, a 25-point advantage for Utah. Darcy Reese, outside Callie Lind, open three. Yes, good offense by Washington there. And it was all set up by this quick out pass, the quick outlet pass from Darcy Reese. 82-60, 22-point advantage for Utah. Poots ahead to Naya Becker. Behind the right, left wing, back up top to Kennedy McQueen. 90 seconds remain in this one. Utah's going to improve to 3-5 and five and 2-5 and five in Pac-12 play. Right side, Tambu. She'll go baseline. She's stopped by Darcy Reese. Go up top now to Zuza Poots. Six on the shot clock. Poots drives back to Tambu. She threw it away. Taken away by the freshman Finney. She goes behind her back and then promptly turns it over the other way. Utah gets the steal. We have 60 seconds remaining. McQueen will dribble high up top. Look over at Coach Roberts and call the horns play. Moves it to Darcy, uh, to Zuza Poots, and she threw it away. Fast break layup the other way, and a foul is called. And it's going to be free throws for Washington. So to the free throw line for the Huskies. 
will be A.J. Martineau, 5'6 freshman from Washington, did not play against Colorado. Now, she was a walk-on for the Huskies. Has not yet scored this season until right now. I wish that was Martineau, but it's actually not. It's actually Callie Lind. So she's still not going to score, uh, A.J. Martineau. So Lynn goes one for two from the strike. Callie Lynn scored just three points all of last season, but it's averaging just about five points per game this year. Goes one for two from the strike. 82 uh, to 61, 30 seconds remain. Up top is Kelsey, straight away three, no good. Offensive rebound, Poots, and a foul, and she'll go back to the free throw line. So walking out of the line will be Zuza Poots. 6'2 senior from Poznan, Poland. Did not play against Washington State. As we mentioned earlier, Ola Makirat filled that role. But uh, today, Ola still played a lot of minutes before she was taken out due to injury. Zuza's now getting time as well. She goes two for two from the stripe there. 84-61. Utah's matched its largest point total of the season. They've had 84 points against... Uh, Oregon State earlier this year in that uh, big upset victory. Check that they had 85 points, so I'm wrong there. They're not going to get their highest output this year. Here's a free throw line jumper. No good for the freshman. Jess Finney rebounds Utah. Game over, and Utah gets the victory as the horn sounds by the final of 84-61. to A magnificent second-half stretch for the Utah Utes from about the one-minute mark of the third quarter. They went on an 8-0 run to end the third. They outscored the Huskies 29-16. They finished this game on a 37-16 run in a route to a blowout 23-point victory at home. They get that monkey off their back. They finally are able to get a Pac-12 victory after four consecutive losses. Their last win came uh, against Montana State, their first game of the season inside the Huntsman Center back on December the 11th with a 73-63 win, but they answer in a big way here today as they win 84-61. We'll take a short break and we return. We'll get the coach and some players and wrap up as the Utah Utes get the victory at home. This is Utah basketball from Learfield IMG College. Bounce pass inside to Quay Miller. She's 14 feet away. We'll drive, get it stripped by Lola. Taken away by Drew. Three on two, fast break the other way. Naya Beckers in the corner. Triple up, down. Drew Gilton found her, and Naya Becker able to knock it down in stride. And that is today's defensive play of the game, brought to you by Smith's Food and Drugs. Smith's low prices, market fresh. That is a magnificent play right there as it was stripped and taken away, resulting in a three-point bomb in the corner of the Utah Utes was able to uh, knock it down and extend the lead. We're now joined by head coach of your Utah Utes. That is Lynn Roberts. And, Coach, boy, I tell you what, this game, it was it was, it was close through the first about 29 and a half, well, I say 28 and a half minutes. Your team was shooting 19 of 42 at that point. The score was 47-45. Your team closes on a 37-16 to 16 run. Well, let's just start right there. In your opinion, what was working so well for your team as you guys were able to uh, – just really come out firing on all cylinders yeah it feels good i gotta be honest with you we haven't um you know it's been a while since we've gotten on momentum like that which is which is great 
uh, this league is so challenging. It's hard to get going like that. So that was fun. I, I'm proud of our kids. Uh, well, I think, you know, Brennan Maxwell got going. That's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. Um, and we just, you know, at halftime, I just talked about playing more confidently. Um, you know, obviously game plan and stuff, but we gotta we got to start playing confidently like we deserve to uh, to be here and not have kind of the imposter syndrome. So I thought we played much more confidently defensively. I thought we were really good. Um, we, we slowed them down with what they like to do. Um, you know, they play hard, though. They got some O-boards and, and turned us over. But, uh, you know, all in all, a good game. Um, and I'm, I'm really proud of our team. Coach, defensively, one thing you guys did exceptionally well today is you defended the paint really well, held uh, Washington to just 22 points in the paint. How would you describe how well your defense was playing, especially in the interior? Yeah, it was great. I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're still, I don't know how many games we are in, but we're still trying to figure out what we're best at. And, you know, we've had some success in the last couple of games with, with our zone and mixing, changing up man and zone. And um, so that was effective today, just clogging the paint a little bit. But also I thought our length was good getting out on shooters. Um, I mean, they hit some threes, but, um, you know, all in all, I thought we defended the, the paint. And then, you know, that's the, that's the, vulnerability of a zone is you can give up threes, but we, we did a pretty good job of scrambling around. Now, you talked about this a moment ago, but clutch is the word I'm going to use here. In that fourth quarter, you talked Brenna Maxwell just went absolutely crazy in that fourth quarter, 15 points just by herself. Uh, she was really the key to that big run that you guys closed out on 37-16. It was 8-0 to end the third quarter. You kept it running in that uh, in that fourth quarter, and you said that it was led by Brenna Maxwell. How, in your opinion, do you feel she was able to find her confidence late in this game? Well, you know, the first three that she shot in the third quarter, she got fouled on. She kind of sprinted her lane, got a high lead, and shot it, got fouled. So she kind of got going, and those were, I think, were her first points of the game. She didn't score in the first half, which is rare. Um, so she got herself to the free throw line and, and then, you know, I think she just was kind of ticked off that she had such a lousy first half in terms of scoring. I thought defensively she was great. Um, that's why she was on the floor. So you just, with her, you always assume the next one's in and man, when she gets hot, we just kept feeding her and I kept calling her number and, and it's fun to watch, uh, when she gets going like that. And I, I hate to end with this, but I do have to ask, is Ola doing okay? She fell pretty hard and, you know, I, I kind of heard you guys laughing a little bit. Is she doing okay? Yeah, she well, she fell. You know, she's she's so lean, uh, and she she fell really hard on her hip, on her hip bone, and mm. hip point. And I I told her when I went out there when we realized that you know she wasn't in a million pieces that she needs a little fat on her hips like I have, and it probably wouldn't have hurt that bad. So <laughs> that's what that's what made her laugh. And um, so I'm glad. Yeah, she'll be okay. She's gonna be sore for for a while, but uh, thankfully um, it doesn't appear to be much more serious than a, a really bad bone mm. bruise. Yeah, absolutely. Thankfully, no doubt about that. Coach, thank you so much, and congrats on the win. Thanks, Tyson. That is head coach Lynn Roberts, a terrific victory for her team. They closed the game on a 37-16 run. They closed the third quarter, the final minute and a half of that third quarter on an 8-0 run, and they carried that same coach, used the term momentum, as they were able to close out the Washington Huskies by 23 points that fourth quarter. We talked about it, Brenna Maxwell, 15 points in the fourth quarter alone. She was just awesome down the stretch and uh, you know, really instrumental in allowing Utah to, uh, to get this much 
needed monkey off their back. I'm, that's, I'm, that's, that's, that's the term I want to use because it does feel as though Utah so many times uh, just hasn't played up to their potential. And you felt for the last about 11 and a half, it was about roughly because they didn't score the last two and a half minutes. So we'll say about eight-minute stretch where Utah just was absolutely clicking on all cylinders. That's the type of potential that I expected to see from this team. And I hope that at some point we can see uh, the continued success of this team Again, very strange season that we're in, no doubt about that. Uh, very strange that uh, the way that everything has kind of played out. Uh, but, you know, Coach Roberts has got to be pleased with her team and has got to be able uh, to use this momentum in hopes of being able to build off of it here in the future. Uh, Drew Gilton should be joining us momentarily. I'm still waiting to see if we're going to be able to get her on. Um, I believe she is calling in here in just a moment, but uh, we'll go over Drew's numbers before she gets on with us as the Utes get the victory 84-61. to Brenna Maxwell finishes the game with 24 points, all 24 points coming in the second half. Uh, Brenna just absolutely dynamic. She started this game one of six from the floor and closed the game, hitting her last four shots. The rim just opened up wide for Brenna, and at times it felt like she just couldn't miss. There was a shot down the stretch that she hit straight away that she was completely covered, and she was able to knock it down confidently. But I do, like I said, want to talk specifically about what Drew was able to do here tonight. She finished with 10 points on uh, 3 of 7, shooting 2 of 5 from beyond the arc, had 7 assists to lead Utah, and 3 steals as well. So doing it not only offensively, but doing it defensively as well and that's the type of leader that's the type of mentality uh, that your leader should be able to play with and it's great to see drew uh, especially down the stretch here in that fourth quarter help lead her team to victory so now just waiting to see if we can get a hold of drew and uh getting word that she's she's close here uh but uh i do want to get drew's thoughts on on how she felt that this team has been performing so far and why right here during this eight-and-a-half-minute stretch. She she looked so confident. And we are now joined by Drew Gilton here. Uh, Drew, I'll start with talking about that run that you guys went on, just like I talked about with Coach. You guys ended the third quarter on an 8-0 run, and it was in large part because of the fact that you were pushing the ball and you found shooters, talking about Naya in the corner, Brenna on the right wing, to help lead your team to an 8-0 run to end the third quarter. You then came out with that same type of fire, same type of momentum in the fourth quarter, closing this game on a 37-16 to run. But I do want to get your thoughts on uh, just your leadership down the uh, third quarter stretch and allowing your team to get on that big run and carry that momentum into the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, I think we just took um, what we've done in the past. Um, so I think in the past we really um, kind of dug ourselves into a hole and had to get ourselves back into it, and we wanted to learn from – from those mistakes in our past games. So we really talked about it at halftime and we're like, okay, let's start this game off. Let's start this quarter off strong. And um, I've really been trying to focus on um, limiting my turnovers, all the rush stuff. So I really focused on that in the third quarter and think that helped kind of keep our composure and keep everybody else locked in. And, um, and then they just knocked down shots and did what they did. Now, as far as uh, this season so far, we all know how strange this season is. The uh, I can only imagine how strange it is for you. It's very strange for me not being able to be around you guys and to go to practices and to see what's going on. Um, but so often, I felt that this team has such great potential. And for about a stretch of about nine minutes between the end of the third quarter and about two minutes left in the fourth quarter, that potential was on full display. 
as you look at this team as the team leader, how much potential do you feel this team really does have? Yeah, I think this is one of the best teams we've had here in Utah since I've been here. Um, we just have so much talent, and I think because this, uh, this year is so weird that we haven't been able to get into our – there's nothing normal about this year. So I think it's just taken us a little while just to find our, find our path to the season. And I think, like you said, that stretch really showed what, how much potential we have. So we'll just bottle that up and carry that into next week um, as we travel to L.A. schools, which is always tough. Um, yeah, but we have the potential. We just have to carry that now into um, four quarters, not just maybe two. Your defense has been stellar this year so far. Your steals, uh, you're averaging upwards of about two steals per game. Uh, you're just you're you're reading defenses better than I've seen that you read these uh, defenses prior to this. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it does seem that your defense has stepped up even more this year. Would you agree with that uh, with that assessment? And why do you feel that you are being so successful defensively so far this year? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, but I think it's because like. Uh, the people we graduated, so Kiana and Denisha, I think defense was their specialty, and they that was their um, their thing last year. So once they graduated, I think for me, I just had to step up and kind of fill in that role, um, and I love it. And it also plays into our offense, and we're able to get in transition, and there's no mix-up because I already have the ball in my hands. So um, it's definitely something I've been focusing on and watching film and trying to um, see other players' tendencies. Um but yeah, I think it's just because I had to fill that role because uh, the seniors left last year, and that was their that was their specialty. So, hmm. now, I do want to end with this. Momentum was the word that I would use to describe how you guys ended the third quarter and carried it into the fourth quarter. Uh, in your opinion, do you feel that a win like this could help carry momentum? Of course, you're now getting into a stretch where the where the schedule is going to beef up just a little bit. But do you feel that you could carry this momentum that you had in this game to your next few games? Yeah, I think looking at our schedule going forward, especially in these next two weeks, we're the underdogs. Um, we have nothing to lose. Um, there's no expectation. So I think if we bottle up that energy and bottle up, um, like you said, that third to fourth quarter stretch, I think we can maybe upset some people or just pl- start playing well and start um, getting some momentum going forward and playing Utah basketball like we've done in the past. So I literally think that stretch was kind of eye-opening for us, and we all know that we can do it. Now we just have to put it all together. Well, Drew, it's, it's, it sounds weird to say this was the first time I've talked to you all year long, but hey, this is the first time I've talked to you all year long. It's, it's, it's been good to chat with you for a minute. Congratulations on the win, and um, good luck as you move forward. Thank you. Thank you. That is Drew Gilton. Finished the night, 10 points. She was 3 of 7 from the floor, 2 of 5, and 3 7 assists. Uh, to help lead Utah uh, to the victory. She also finished with three steals in this game as well. And you heard her talked about it, that her defensive pressure has stepped up in large part because she knew that the uh, that last year's players of Denisha Provo, of Kiana Moore, that they were the defensive, uh, that, that they were the pieces on the defensive end that really helped Utah. Uh, and, and and she knew that they were going to be taking off this year. So she stepped into a role saying, I'm going to become a better defender. And we have seen just that so far this year. Uh, she's upped her steals per game to about two per game so far, which is just dynamite. It's going to be upwards of the Pac-12 conference, towards the top of the Pac-12 conference. And good to see Drew take over that leadership role, which basically – She's been a leader ever since she was a sophomore. She came into the program. She had uh, injured her leg, or uh, she had a torn ACL going into her freshman year. Unfortunately, she sustained an injury in her semifinal game of her state high school basketball tournament, which then sidelined her for her first year of college. So she came into the program already uh, being able to learn, I guess I should say, her first game inside of Utah uh, at a 
wearing a Utah uniform. She'd already spent a full season learning the ins and outs of the program. She actually traveled with the team that year, and she was able to learn, as I just said, the ins and outs of the team. And so she came in super confident her freshman year. Now her first ever game, it did not count, but her first ever game, she started against, uh, I want to say it was Westminster College. It was just an exhibition game. It was on Halloween. There were This building was absolutely loaded with people, loaded with kids, in fact, because it was the field trip day. But Drew Gilton had 15 assists in her first game ever wearing a Utah uniform. Yes, it does not count because it's just an exhibition. But in her first game, you saw it the very, very first time she ever put that uniform on that she had that, uh, that, uh, that confidence. And she's carried that through throughout her uh, two seasons plus here. She's now in her third season as a junior, registered junior. Uh, and you can see just how, uh, how much that, uh, that, really that year, but just how much she has grown into a leadership role here at the program. Uh, she was, like I said, basically turned into a leader as a sophomore. And she's going to be counted on to be that team leader uh, for the next couple of years because she can get her eligibility back if she wants to at the end of this year. So technically she could be a junior next year, so she still has a couple of years if she wants them under her own belt to be that team leader here at the University of Utah. So it's so weird that that was the first time that I've spoken to Drew ever since I actually interviewed her on a podcast I did back, I want to say it was back in maybe June that I interviewed her last. So I have not been able to talk to her ever since then. So it's been kind of sad that I haven't had that opportunity, but nice to catch up with Drew for a moment and get her thoughts on uh, on this great run that Utah had down the stretch as they were able to knock off Washington by a final of 84-61. to Utah just, they, they dominated the second half. There's, there's really no way around it. Uh, they dominated the second half. They outscored the Huskies. In the fourth quarter, 29 to 16. In the second half, they dropped 53 points and held Washington to just 33 points. They uh, they were able to cruise to the victory here down the stretch, thanks to that 8-0 run to end the third quarter. They closed the game going 30, uh, going on a 37 to 16 run, and uh, just get it done the way that they needed to get done. And as I just said earlier, get that monkey off their back, get that first win uh, in quite some time. Their first win inside the John Huntsman Center against a Pac-12 opponent. So it was nice to see that as well. Some final numbers for you: Utah goes 50 percent, and that is uh, that's such a great number they go uh checking over the numbers 25 of 50 seeing them be able to knock down the shots they were able to knock down down the stretch was just huge for the utes in the fourth quarter as i get these numbers to pull up the fourth quarter they went six of nine from the floor so in that stretch uh they went uh, nine of 12 down that stretch inside that big run a lot of their points came from the free throw line Brenna Maxwell got fouled, uh, got fouled quite a lot down the stretch, but uh, but that's the way that you close a game. That's the way that you do it. You go on a big run and finish the game on a big 37-16 run against a team, frankly, that you should beat. Uh, this Washington team is 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 not playing well this year. Frankly, they're not quite that good this uh, this season. And this was a team that Utah needed to come out and flex their muscles on, and they did that down the stretch in the fourth quarter. So uh, congrats to the Utah Utes on getting the victory as they improved to 3-5 and five and 2-5 and five in Pac-12 play with the loss. Washington falls to 4-5 and five and 1-5 and five in Pac-12 play, and the Utes get the big victory at home here today you've been listening to university of utah basketball and the Ute game day post game report before i do that i actually want to uh make sure that we 
do our assist of the game. So let's let's let you listen into the UPS next day air delivery of the game presented by, as I just said, UPS. Drew killed on the right wing for Utah. Goes up top to Brenna Maxwell. Screen set by Lola. Goes right side back to Drew. The skip to the corner to Andy. Triple on the way. Splash. That find was spectacular from Drew Gilton. Yes, it was Drew Gilton. Her uh, seven assists today. And that one from the right wing skipping across and finding Andy Torres in stride in the left corner. Gets the UPS next day delivery of the game. That was today's next day air. That was the word. Delivery of the game brought to you by UPS with UPS next day air. Your package is guaranteed overnight delivery so Utes gear can arrive just in time for game day. Visit UPS.com to learn more. UPS official logistics company of Utah Athletics. Now, you've been listening to University of Utah Basketball and the Ute Game Day postgame report. Utah Basketball is a presentation of the Ute Sports Radio Network and Ute Sports Properties, a division of Learfield IMG College and Association with ESPN 700. Executive producers for the Ute Sports Radio Network are Steve Borland and David Stoby. Big shout-out in the studio to James Peterson getting me on and off the air. Appreciate all that he does uh, for me. Appreciate him very, very much. Once again, the Utah Utes get the victory and improve to the, the three and five on the season, two and five in Pac-12 play by a final of 84 to 61. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. Appreciate you for tuning in. I am Tyson Ewing. Have a great rest of your Sunday, and as always, go Utes.